Hi guys, welcome back to another episode and today we're talking about cultivating inner love to receive love. I've activated um, mission soulmate and I've been learning lately a lot about men, a lot about love, a lot about self-love and I feel like it's going to steer me in a direction where I begin to find love because when things arrive like this in your life and this is what i mean when i say follow the spirit like when you begin to see a consistent theme in your life and you dedicate yourself to something something is brewing something is misting in the wind and it's going to be coming your way and so this particular podcast is basically a live stream that i had the other night where ac and a couple other aqua tribe members were in the live asking me questions and asking for advice about love and relationships and so I shared with them some notes that I've learned. You can also hear these on um, the YouTube channel. I posted these as mini clips because I thought that they were so good as far as growth for the collective. Um, so basically, this is a full podcast from when we started talking about love till the end. And I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Before we decide and jump into the fact that you love this person, let me ask you this. Do you love the version of yourself that you are when you're around this person? Or is, or like, can you name intimate things about her that she does that you love? Because I think that a lot of times we fall in love with the energy people emit within us. So I think a lot of times, and I had this conversation with my brother, is that when you say that you love someone, do you really love them? Do you really love all their flaws? Do you really love all their antics do you about them? That makes them them. Like if you tomorrow and you could still like watch this person live out their life just would you still do it you know like if you couldn't experience your life with her could you still love her sometimes we meet people in life that allows us to widen our perspective about what is possible within ourselves i started seeing this guy and i loved the position and the role that he put me in to be a, a really authentic version of myself. And I love the energy and the atmosphere and the, the environments that I was in with him that made me like feel like I loved him. But really what I did was love the version of myself I was becoming while I was with him. Let me let me let you think about this for a minute because I met this guy, right? And so I became this beautiful version of myself while I was with him. And then he left because he lives in London, right? And so after he left, I was sitting there like thinking, do I actually like have all these feelings for him? Or do I just love the fact that who I was while I was with him? And the fact that I became such a positive and happy and like, you know, gleamful person while I was around him, I could take that and say like, yo, you know, I'm going to give all that energetic credit that came from me to the him? Or am I going to take this opportunity to say, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, Allah, 
showed me a different version of myself that I could be based off this experience. So are you taking note of everything that she's making you feel and why? What is it about her that she's making you feel? Is it that you're not in survival mode anymore? The way that she acts, meaning she compliments you, she makes you feel good, she takes care of you. You know, what is it about her that she does that you haven't gotten in the past that allows you to amplify or to become this new version of yourself because essentially you did it but it just took that welcoming energy that amazing energy whatever to compliment or to evoke that within you you know what i'm saying i don't think people realize this but a lot of times we're used to walking in narratives that our parents you know taught us subconsciously Meaning like your dad or your mom could have treated you a certain way. And so you walk or your sisters or your brothers or whoever, you know, all your last boyfriends or girlfriends, whatever. They treated you a certain way. And now you walk through life thinking that's the only way it's going to be. But once you like get around energies that aren't treating you that way anymore... You're able to become a lighter version of yourself. And oftentimes people run away from those energies or people absorb those energies from you because they're so desperate to need that. So they end up like kind of using you for your energy that you're giving them. And then they take it and they run away from it, you know, because it's like a lot of people aren't used to being loved in ways they're not familiar with. And so as much as they'll enjoy them and be excited and like, you know, relish in that energy, they don't know how to operate in that energy and all of the narratives from their past relationships or their past partnerships or whatever are still floating around in their brain and they haven't broken the spell, the pattern, the laws that they have felt governed by from the way that they've subconsciously been taught to love. So they treat you very poorly and just naturally because they're not used to being treated very well they love the energy but they don't know what to do with it uh gabrielle you're very right you can bring that energy out in someone just as someone can bring that energy out in you you say i'm i definitely noticed i'm different when i wasn't with her and that's fine but you have to understand you're riding the high of the energy that she's given you that happens so easily so what happens is when you come to a point where somebody is being very kind to you and teaching you new ways to love, you have to really sit with yourself and be present in the moment. And like we mentioned in our last live, connect the bridge between the mind and the body, uh, the mind and the emotions. So while she may be making you feel all these beautiful emotions, you know, you feel loved, you feel happy, you feel excited, you feel you want to get up every morning and do your hair and your makeup, brush your teeth, you want to make your bed, you want to go run a mile and all these cool things because someone else is bringing that or magnetizing that energy in you. But you need to connect those emotions not only you're doing it with your actions very naturally because you're a man and that's definitely a masculine energy to take on. And if you're a female and you operate in a naturally feminine energy, it's very, you know, 
easy for you to start to connect your emotions to actions. Okay, so this person is making me feel this way. I'm going to do this now to keep up with it. I'm going to do that now to keep up with it. But we talked about this in the last live, bridging the gap between the mind and the emotions, having that inner dialogue while you're in the presence of your lover or the person who's making you feel this way and really sitting with them and being present in the moment, but also narrating and connecting your emotions to your mind while you're with them. So you're on a date with her. Let's say that, for example, or him. And you guys are at dinner. And you notice yourself sitting up straight. Your mind is a lot clearer. You know, you're smiling a lot more. You haven't smiled in years, but you're, you're, your jaws are hurting. Your cheeks are crescing. All the things, right? And so in that moment, as you're enjoying that emotion, you really need to sit with yourself and say, wow, how does she make me feel? You know, the way that she is saying this to me right now makes me feel like this. And it makes me feel like this because this. My mom never said this to me or my dad never did this to me. My ex-girlfriend was like this and I've just never had someone be so patient and kind with me. Like you have to connect why you're feeling this way to your mind to make sense to you. Because what happens is we often get caught up in this these feelings that we never felt before and we automatically run to love. And a lot of times it's just the fact that you've never felt this genuine like comfortability with someone before you've never felt accepted before you never felt acknowledged before you never felt safe before and it's hard to admit that maybe your mom or your dad or your last partner never made you feel safe but you definitely know the difference between when you're sitting across from someone smiling versus you're sitting in the room with somebody and you're like on pins and needles and you say it's love, you say, yeah, I know my mom and dad loves me, whatever. But that's why it's not always, I love this person. Maybe you and this person have a bond, a compatibility, but also what this person does is release this, this, this atmosphere, these laws that you have connected or, or you know, um, established or believe were true to you because that's all you've ever seen. So I was watching or listening to an audio, right? Um, I believe it was an audiobook or something. And um we'll hold on, Shadow. We'll get back to your uh your message. But I was listening to this, this may answer your question. I was listening to this audio, right? And they were like saying that as a living human being there are certain laws that you have, right? So like a cow has certain laws that it is governed by nature that it can't talk to human beings. It can move, it can grab, it could, you know, eat, it can shit, it can reproduce, all those things. Likewise, your plant, your plant that you have in your house or the plants outside, they are governed and socialized the way that we do as humans. But as human beings, we have no laws and limitations on the way that we can communicate, manifest, create life the way that plants or animals or dogs do. You, you guys have any pets? You have a dog? You have to understand your dog is a living, breathing human being, but it has laws, nat nat natured laws that 
stop it from being able to communicate and interact with you the way that you do. But when you look at yourself as a human being, we are put here as free people, free beings, and we have no laws that govern us that say that we cannot do anything. Any and everything is possible. How we have smartphones and technology and the internet right now. But where this gets a little bit more intimate is the fact that we allow each other to put and restrict laws on ourselves, not only with the government, but subconsciously with our parents, with our lovers, with our friends. There's all these social cues and norms, the way that someone treats you and the way someone says these things to you, that you connect with your emotions, that you inflict these laws on yourself that stop you from loving, that stop you from experiencing, that stop you from enjoying and creating the life that you want. Our only limits are in our minds ourselves. So when you say you're overthinking for a second should you not pursue her and detach it's not about that at all you're restricting yourself to two outcomes detach or not pursue her why do that why put those two laws as your only options when your options are unlimited you have to start thinking from a mind of unlimited that anything could happen you never know. This girl can become your best friend. This girl can become one day the girl that you marry. This you don't. This girl be, can become your your children's godparents one day. Like it's let's not limit ourselves to anything because you never know. Now, what this does mean to me and what it can mean to you is that. The universe is giving you a beautiful opportunity to learn more about what is possible for yourself. This lady is giving you so many different new emotions and feelings about who you can be as a person. You say you're doing, you're feeling so well with or without her around and you're awake. Like, I don't know what your actions are, but I'm sure they're different than what you normally do. And now you've learned that that is possible. Now you can wake up every day of your life and continue to gravitate in that energy because now you know someone as amazing as her and that environment that she brings you and that energy that she brings you is possible for you to embody yourself. Do you have to, you understand what I'm saying? Like, let's look at everything that happens in our life as an opportunity to expand no matter how it turns out if you never talk to the girl again if she goes to you today or tomorrow you have to understand it's not about her it's about what the universe just has brought you and once you can see it in that way everything that job that car that show that this this video your phone, everything becomes a new opportunity for expansion, for discovery of what is possible for yourself because we are already feeling so limited. So when we manifest and we ask for more, the universe begins to show it to us, but we have to quiet our minds to be able to see it, which means bridging the gap between your minds and your your mind and your emotion have finding the balance between your mind and your emotion because if you're too much emotion 
then you'll get so caught up and you'll start, you know, getting like overreacting and, you know, being unlike yourself and being controlled by your emotions and acting in ways that you never thought you would act before or saying mean or nasty things because someone didn't text you back and it's like, whoa, let's get a grip on some things. Let's back it up. Hold on. Pause. That's not even us. It's not even what we're about. <laughs> so let's connect the mind to the emotion let's quiet the mind let's analyze what the universe is giving us right now what is really happening right now for us and i find in meditation and breathing you know people say all these things about meditation but even just quieting your mind it makes you more aware about the unseen opportunities that is happening that aren't quite physical or aren't quite obvious right I started a job and I was like, okay, it's a four-day job. I'm working like eight hours a day. That's going to be insane, right? I'm not really that excited about it. I decided to say, watch how good this job can get. I told the universe, show me how good the opportunities can get. Show me how good life can go from here. There was this lady my first day of work. I told this story in the last live. She was very visibly upset because some things that she had ordered didn't come in. And, you know, normally what I would do is if somebody's upset, I try to build a connection with them. I try to relate to them. I try to make them feel better. I was mindful of my energy and my emotions. And I decided how I wanted to act, meaning that. But I realized that's not my job to comfort the world. I have a responsibility to myself to live my own life. So I allowed this lady to have her feelings and emotions. I said some comforting things, but I chose to not take on her emotions. I chose to not become upset myself. So I'm staying on this vibration of clarity at this moment of, of intention. And this is what people mean by being present and having intention. And I, I know these words float around in this space so often of the spiritual world of be intentional, be mindful, be, but no one actually tells you how to do that. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's by observing and finding a difference between the emotional voice that or the emotional urges that pop up in your skin and in your body and you and what you decide to do with that meaning like right now I can have a thought that comes to my mind that's like in the live <laughs> like it like maybe somebody walks in my room and bangs on my door and so I'm upset now and it says in the live I'm pissed off you know but I don't have to do what my emotions tell me to do so. I can acknowledge my emotions and say, okay, I understand that that is upsetting. But how important is that to you? And do you want to let that one interaction interrupt your day, your life, what you're doing right now? And I can say yes to myself and I can say no to myself. And through that, I then have the ability to decide what my actions are going to be from there. Meaning that you have to sit with this love scenario because we were there for shadow. We're going to continue with that. Sit with this and say, this girl is making me feel all these beautiful emotions, right? But I don't have to act on them. I don't have to immediately 
ask her to be my girlfriend. I don't have to immediately call her 20 times a day. I don't have to immediately ask her on a date. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not quite sure what, what that means for me yet, I don't have to jump the gun. Hell, if it's meant to be, the universe will make it work for you. There's no running around and losing time, space, or anything with anything that is meant to be for you, right? So you can sit there and you can say, okay, I need to take the time out to process what this feels like for me, what this means for me. How can I grow from this feeling, you know? Like, take that time to process and then make a logical decision based off what you decided through your mind and your body, not just your body running off your hormones because the vibes are there, but your mind as well because there's a balance between the masculine and feminine that happens with action and emotion and you have to bridge the gap between the two, you know, because I've been there running off of pure emotion, just vibes, babe. Next morning I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> or I've been there when I've been completely logical about something. And I've just been like, oh, well, I think my feelings are going to get hurt. Maybe this person will break my heart. Oh, I don't think they like me. Like, you know, I don't know. Like ignoring the emotions. And just feel being logical about the shit. And then I completely miss out on a whole connection because I was just operating in my mind, operating in the patterns or the laws from my past that I was still abiding by instead of connecting my feelings to create new streams of narratives for myself i found myself a lot of times repeating a lot of patterns that my mom did my dad did just because that was comfortable to me that's what i saw as a norm this is why meditation is so important is because it allows you to sit with the things that you can't see you can't see that you're acting just like your mom because you're in yourself or your dad you can't see that you're treating all your next boyfriends or girlfriends just like the way that your last boyfriend or girlfriend treated you. You can't see that stuff. Those are things that, those are feelings. Those are are things that are undescribed. And so you have to allow yourself to be reflective and introspective. Come to understand through your logic and your emotions to create the actions and then the manifestations of what you actually want. Because if not, your old habits will continue to manifest over and over and over again and you will never be what you want to be unless you break that um that habit do you guys get what i'm saying i'm i'm acknowledging that to myself that i feel that way and i know i'm valid to feel that way but i'm gonna let it go and i'm gonna continue and i'm gonna decide to have a great day you know, and it comes with like, actually not only saying those things, I know people say affirmations, like say your affirmations, like, duh, duh, duh. but I realize that affirmations aren't shit without the energy behind them. And to get that energy behind them, you have to sweep out the old patterns that allowed those original thoughts to be there in the first place, you know? Like, you want to wake up every day and say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. 
you can be the saddest person in the world. But until you go in and figure out what it is that ever made you identify with its opposite sadness so much, it's not going to work, you know? So pace yourself. That's what I tell you. Patience is a virtue. This is what meditation teaches you. Patience, observation, um, and and mindfulness. You know, those are words that float around the space so much, the spiritual world. But it's a deeper instruction that comes with those things. And I feel like I just kind of explained that to you. I hope I explained that to you well. Um, because I had to learn this for myself. I really had to go through and decide, like, I had been attracting emotionally unavailable people for so long. And I thought, like, let me just blame everybody else. Let me just say, like, oh, every guy I've ever dated just sucks. But then I had to acknowledge the fact that you're only attracting what you are. And that's literally, like, people say that shit for, like, affirmations and spiritual vibes and stuff. But no, it's so literal because you have to understand. If you, for example, say my pattern is that... I'm just going to say a cliche that um, all men are cheaters. Not true, but let's just say that's what I believe. And so every time I get in a relationship, my man cheats on me. But I believe that all men are cheaters because maybe I saw my mom and my dad cheat on each other. This is just hypothetical. That never happened. Um, so you have to understand what you're doing is you're walking around the universe with a brick wall in front of your face that says cheaters all men are cheaters all men are cheaters all men are cheaters so like if there's ever a man that's like passing by you that's not a cheater you're not going to be able to see him because all you're looking for and all that you can see are the cheaters you get what i'm saying like it's it's we it's very strange the way that the universe works in that way that your energy is or what you naturally like internally believe is all that you will see quite literally all you will see because your 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 inner being is like looking for it without you even noticing it maybe it's not intentional but when you harvest these feelings deep inside of you that's all you can see like here's a real life example so when i was in college i had saw all the movies and all the tv shows about you know, athletes being very just like grimy, gross, cheaters, da da da, whatever. There was this guy who was an athlete who wanted to date me. In my brain, all I saw was, you're a cheater, you're a liar, you're gonna break my heart. I didn't know the guy from fucking Adam. I didn't know anything about him. I didn't know his life or his dynamic or what he saw growing up. I didn't know anything about him. But every time I looked at him, all I saw was, you're a cheater, you're a liar, you're a cheater, you're a liar. So it doesn't matter if he was never going to cheat on me. It doesn't matter if he was going to treat me like the princess I was due to be treated by. And he very well definitely could have. Because I don't know what his parents instilled in him. I don't know, you know, what he learned growing up. I don't know anything. But all I'm seeing is what I believe. So when I tell you how important it is to change what you believe and to change what you think is possible, it's essential because 
all you will see every time you look into the world, every time you go to work, every time you leave your house is that thing that you believe is true. But if you start to say, hey, maybe I want to believe in love. Okay. Then start believing. Start saying to yourself, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll be treated like a princess in my next relationship. I don't know. Maybe my next wife or girlfriend will treat me like a queen. I like show me how good my next relationship can be. Show me how good my next job could be. If you only believe every morning when you wake up that your job that you're going through every day is going to make you feel bad or your coworkers are going to get on your nerves or whatever the case may be. If that's what you believe, that's going to happen every single day. But start surprising yourself with new ideologies. Start surprising yourself with new mindsets every day. And actually take a moment to be quite delusional and pretend like, yo, what if it was the truth? Like, start seeing it in your mind and start pretending like, maybe today's going to be the best day at work today. I don't know. Like... I don't know, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe it could be, and then you'll start to feel that relief off of you, and don't even for a second let that bad thought come into your head that says, oh no, I'm just, I'm just being delusional, don't let it come in, and you have to understand, like, even if things are bad, like, if things are bad, let's not say things are bad, like, let's say things are getting better, you know, like, if you stub your toe today, Start saying like, oh, I can't wait for this to heal instead of, oh, this hurts so bad. Oh, I can't wait for this to heal. Oh, I can't wait for this to get better. Oh, I can't wait to, I like, start thinking in a better mind state than focusing and stating the negative because the negative feeling is there, yes. But if we know anything about feelings, we know that they're going to pass. So we must allow them to pass, know that our body acknowledges them, so our mind doesn't really have to, you know? I hope this makes sense to you. Um, but staying in this momentum. Okay, so here's the trick. Staying in this momentum. So I recently had, today was a very um, difficult day to stay on this momentum for me. So I haven't had my car for the last month because it's been in the shop. And the last month, I've been on this momentum. I've been on this mindset of everything is good. Everything happens for a reason. Watch how good it gets. Show me how good it gets. You know, like that. But I felt really down today. I felt like I've been on this track of everything gets well. Everything is good. But I still don't have my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still, whatever. So I, I was starting to lose the momentum. And so... What I decided to do, instead of beating myself up about it and say, oh, you're not on your momentum anymore. You're not, you're not being positive anymore. You're like, you're, you're off of it. Like, like you're losing it. Like, what are you doing? Like, instead of beating myself up about it, guess what I did instead? I said, Haven, you're, you're, you're pushing yourself right now to be something that you're just not feeling right now. I decided to be kind to myself. We, we were talking about this positive mindset. The last thing I needed to was to be someone who was yelling and berating at myself. The momentum was lost. That's fine. It was lost for a minute. But what I did was I said, okay, you're not feeling it right now. That's okay. We're going to leave it there. We're not feeling it. I said, okay, what do you need? You need to take a nap. 
You need to watch some positive shows, movies. What you need to eat some food, like whatever. What do you need to do? I said, I'm just going to allow myself to do what I need to do right now. I'm not going to, but what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to beat myself up about it for not continuing to be positive right now. Because right now it's just not the vibe. I said, let's just breathe. I said, I'm going to lay down, pat myself on the back, fall asleep to some music. I said, it's just not here today, but that's okay. You have to be kind to yourself. You can't automatically go in angry mode at yourself for not being at a place that you're not going to be. Because let me tell you, there were some days that I woke up and the energy was just there. And I followed that energy all the way through. But I woke up today, the energy was just not there. So I said, that's fine. The energy's just not there. Let's do what the energy is guiding us to do. You don't feel like being up. You don't feel like doing that. Let's just do what you want to do. Maybe that's calling off a of work for today. Maybe that's not going in. Maybe that's whatever. Do what your energy feels like you need to do. Right? And, and, and turn off your mind from being hyper positive, turn off your mind from being negative Nancy, just turn it off. Just let it let it let it ride. Eat the foods, go for the drive, do whatever. And then once that feeling pass, because it will pass, just like everything else, it will pass. You can get right back to where you go because where you're going is a natural state of where you're supposed to be. That energy of momentum, that energy of positivity is a natural energy that we're supposed and peace. Peace is where I was. I said I have to be at peace with myself for where I am right now. I refuse to be the person to make myself have a bad day, but also I refuse to let anyone else make me have a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So it's not always about hyper positivity. It's about being at peace with yourself and what you're feeling. And that comes, I've noticed that that comes along with the meditation, right? Acknowledging the feeling that you feel and noticing, like, like I said, for example, so I woke up this morning, I felt completely like, my heart had fell out of my chest just like nothing happened nobody called no one died nothing but that's just how I was feeling whereas yesterday I got up I did the live I went to work I did all these things you know but today I was feeling like this but notice how I said when I was at work that day and the lady was being hyper negative and I had the choice to choose to take on her energy or to maintain my own and I chose to maintain my own versus how I said this morning I woke up and my energy was already at a certain level and I decided to meet myself at the level that I was at with peace you understand what I'm saying there's a difference between taking on someone else's energy and maintaining your own energy at where you are you understand what I'm saying at like that that's peaceful not hyper positive never negative but at peace and content, be kinder to yourself. Talk to yourself as if you were a baby. Ask yourself, what's wrong? How are you feeling? What is it? What do you need right now? Okay, you just need to lay down. You just need to cry. Okay, we're going to let you do that. We're going we're gonna to be at peace with you. We're going to let you do that. 
do that for as long as you need to. That's fine. Whenever you're ready to come out, come out. Whenever you're ready to be happy, be happy. Whenever you're happy, whenever you're ready to take a bath, take a shower, do that. Whenever you're ready to start work, do that, you know? You have to maintain this inner peace with yourself that you have to trust that what you feel is what you're supposed to feel because there's a difference. Remember, we talked about this with the love situation. You guys have to connect the dots to what I'm saying here. The love situation between, there's a difference between your emotions and your mind, right? So when you're in love with someone and you're taking on someone else's energy, remember, there's a difference between taking on someone else's energy and taking on someone's environmental atmosphere versus where you are within yourself. There's a difference between the two. Taking on someone else's energy, you have to, pro or being around someone else's energy, it means you're activating the mind to process where you want to go from there. Turning that turning that uh, narration on in your in your head and saying what is happening what's happening in the present moment and what what do I want the present moment to be versus the internal feeling that you already wake up with that's a different thing the internal feeling that you already feel and then you being like the other person that's deciding the energy that you want to have in your life it's almost like you know there's like two of you inside there's the body that is experiencing the world and there's the mind that creates the world meaning that like your emotions will tell you you feel all these things but you tell yourself how do you want to present those feelings to the world how do you want to engage with yourself to the world do you follow what i'm saying it's almost like you could have woken up and say, okay, you know, despite me feeling like my momentum is lost, I still want to go to work. I still want to be happy. I still want to do these things. That's fine. If you decide that that's what you want to do, even though the momentum is lost and you activate that within you, or you decide to meet yourself with where you are because you don't, you never understand, you never know what those energetic sensory things are about because you could wake up and be feeling this icky loss of momentum feeling within yourself yourself and maybe that's your intuition telling you that hey you're not supposed to leave the house today because you don't know what could happen out there maintain that level of peace between your emotions and your mind while you're out in the external world but also internally and know that there's two of you there's there's a one of you that feels and there's a one of that you that decides both times those two need to be communicating to be on one accord with your entire system to make sure that you're at peace with yourself peace is the ultimate goal happiness is a feeling sadness is a feeling they both pass through the system but between those two, you have to decide how are you going to approach the world. Yes. Listen to your own peace and mind. Be yourself. You have to trust that you are paying it. This is the thing. I think I see this a lot with Aquarius. It's because a lot of times we've been taught not to trust our emotions and our feelings. And we've been abandoned a lot just because of our the way that... You know Saturn and whatnot, the way that Aquarius is are by nature made to be. We often find 
this disconnect between listening to our emotions and listening to ourselves and validating our own experiences and validating our own mind. And I find that we often can see other people telling us who we should be or what we should be and stuff like that. And I kind of talk about this in the book. I definitely talk about this a little bit in the book, but... We look, we sometimes we seek acknowledgement and validation and acceptance and clarity in other people to tell us what we need to be because we want to be right for them or we want them to accept us or to love us. But you have to understand, like I said earlier, there's two of you that are happening inside of you and you have to see that other version of you as the one that's doing the acknowledgement, the accepting, the clarifying. You cannot no you can no longer look for that acknowledgement that clarification and all those things outside of yourself you have to understand it was always the other you internally that was wanting that validation but instead you turned that other you off and you looked for it in your and the people around you maybe it was your mom maybe it was your dad maybe it was your boyfriend your girlfriend your friends whatever but you have to understand that like you all by yourself is this large organism bigger than fucking ants you got a lot of shit going on you're running this operation you're running this machine on a day-to-day basis all by yourself so that means that you are the only one who can tell you how to feel about what you have going on you cannot look outside yourself you got that right gabrielle it's like you you abandon yourself just as you were abandoned we often do to ourselves what other people have done to us and so you have to apologize for your to yourself for one hey i'm sorry for not listening to you hey i'm sorry for telling you that you weren't right I'm sorry for telling you that you didn't know what you were talking about. I'm sorry for telling you that you didn't know what you were feeling. I'm sorry for telling you that you were too young to understand. No, you knew the entire time what you had going on, what you were feeling. You just didn't have the mind at the time, the conscious development to understand that you were the person who was supposed to validate it. So you look to your parents or your siblings to validate it for you. And a lot of times they're not perfect people. They don't validate our experiences. They try to do what's best, but it doesn't really work out that way. And they were supposed to validate your mind for yourself, but they didn't. But now that you're older, you can do that for yourself. You can say, oh, you feel this way today? Okay. Okay, that's, I'm listening to you. I had to start saying to myself, because I used to be the type of person where... I would think something in my head and I immediately tell my friend. I don't even process it. I don't even process it for myself. But I had to start saying, before I spoke it out to other people, I had to start saying, no, I hear you. I I understand what you're saying. I know how you feel. I get it. Because what I was doing was I was having that immediately emotion to mind connection but it was outside of myself i was looking for someone else's mind to validate my emotion or my feeling when it was supposed to be happening inside of me i was supposed to be stopping and saying to myself no you're right like we don't need no i get it you know like that's cool but then once you have that 
cahoots with yourself then you say okay so what do you want to convey to the outside world then you can present yourself better then you can communicate with people better your relationships get better because now you're not operating from this place of lack and validation in other people but you're operating now from this point of this is how I want to express myself this is how I want to be understood this is actually how I feel and I know it it's true and I know it's real and I know that's what's up with me and I'm not looking for you to validate that but I'm looking for you to be at peace with that your lovers now become people who are at peace with who you are, just as you are at peace with who you are. Your boyfriends, your girlfriends, your friends, they now become people who you want to be at peace with you. And now that you know how this is how it's supposed to operate, now you're not looking for yourself and other people. This goes full circle, shadow. You're not looking for yourself and other people. You're not looking for energetic compatibility. Like, not energetic. You're not looking for energetic mirrors anymore. You're looking for people who can be at peace with all that you are completely. People who compliment you. People who can give you what you aren't, but not in a place that you're looking for, you know, to be someone else. But you compliment well with someone who can... You know, if you're a silly, goofy person, but you're a little shy, that's who you are. But what you want in a partner is someone who can bring out that silly and goofy side. That Someone who makes you feel safe and comfortable in those environments. You know what I'm saying? And that's now what you want. But you have to get on one accord with yourself first to understand that. And no longer be insecure about the fact that, yeah, I'm a little shy, you know, I'm a little whatever. It's like, no, that's who you are. That's cool. Let's validate that. I acknowledge that. I see that. I understand that. And if that's who you really want to be and that's exactly who you are and that doesn't have any connection to any trauma or any childhood or laws or patterns, then that's who you are. Cool. Now you're going out in the world and finding people or connecting with people or allowing people into your life that are at peace with that is who you are. And you're no longer going out in the world looking for people to change you or dealing with people who want to change you. Oh, Dealing with people who want to change you. Dealing with people who want you to be who they are or want you to be like them. That is gone. And that's a vow. <laughs> that's that's a proverb, okay? No longer dealing with people who want you to be them or want you to be who they want you to be, but only allowing people into your life who accept you for exactly who you are. And that only comes through that mind and body communication where you're at peace with yourself. And now, when you say that you love somebody, you're loving them because you accept them for all that they are. That's why when I first asked Shadow, I was like, yo, what is it that you love about her? Do you love, what, what are the little novelties about her that you love outside of yourself? Why? That's because if you're at peace with yourself, it's not about the energetic environment or whatever, because you already have that peace within yourself, but it's now you're accepting people for who they are, meaning that you're falling in love with bits and pieces of them that make them them, just as you fall in love with bits and pieces that make you you. 
And the love is about actually seeing this person for who they are and accepting them for who they are. And you're able to now build a loving, longing, lasting relationship because you actually love this person. You're not draining their energy from them because you need it to fuel yourself. Do you get what I'm saying? It becomes like actually about the other person. It actually becomes about the connection because you're at peace with yourself. They're at peace with their self. They're at peace with that, the fact that you're at peace with them and you're at peace with the fact that they're at peace with you. And now the relationship is actually about love. It's actually about memories. It's actually about where can we go from here. It's actually about expansion. It's actually about all the good shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not any trauma, any toxicity. Of course, there's going to be arguments and disagreements. But when you love someone for who they are, you know how to compromise. You know how to bend a little bit. Because you understand where their heart and their mind come from. You're not second-guessing yourself. You're not questioning who you are as a person. You're not questioning who they are as a person. Because that's never what it was about. It was about finding peace and compatibility amongst someone. And I say all this to say, that's why this book is going to be so good. Because we've moved from an energy of me wanting to see myself in all the signs to me accepting the signs for exactly who they are in the way that with Aquarius, those energies mesh together. So Aquarius with each zodiac sign, the book. Don't you love how good I'm at I'm at promo? But Aquarius with each zodiac sign zodiac sign, the book, is about showing you guys once you put the trauma aside, once you put, you know, the inner issues that you have aside, the peace and the learning opportunities and how you can also filter through that which is of the signs and in each of the signs I talk about the different, you know, trauma aspects or laws or patterns that each sign is naturally governed by from their childhood and how coming into the relationship with both of those mind frames, how intertwining them between who you are and who they are and what they're used to and what you're used to, how leveling off that playing field, getting to that level of peace, and then the fun that comes once you're at that level of peace, which, which each zodiac sign. So, because everybody has something different to offer, you know, the reason why I can talk to you guys so easily about the abandonment and the, the self-disconnect is because that's exactly what happens with Aquarius is your immediate shadow, your immediate reaction when I told you maybe it is that you don't love her was like, should I detach? Abandonment. That's an Aquarius trait. That's an Aquarius immediate law that we feel governed by because of our childhood, because of our parents, because of the way that we were raised. You have to heal that. You have to work through that. You have to understand where that comes from. And then from there, you can proceed forward through the relationships that you want. You have to heal that abandonment. And you have to learn how to stop detaching from yourself. You have to learn how to stop abandoning yourself. Because 
I'm going to tell you what would have happened if you would have just jumped the gun and got into a relationship with this girl. You would have got into a relationship with her. You would have told her you loved her. You would have absorbed all of her energy. Hence, taking that decider part or the mind part of you, that, that mind part of you, and it would have became her mind. And so every time you had a thought, a feeling about anything, you would go to her for clarification giving her all the power to manipulate you to make you feel whatever it is that she wants to feel and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing she could have made you feel like you're the best man ever or she could have made you feel like you ain't shit but it was all up to her discretion because your mind person was someone you detached from to attach to her mind person because of the energy that she was bringing you felt so good that you were like this must be the validation that i am seeking when it's not the validation that you're seeking is the validation within yourself and that's the only way any of your relationships are going to work is once you're in tune with yourself then you can go out and date and be with anyone who you want to be from that sense of peace because say she would have made you feel like a million bucks today tomorrow she could have made you feel like dirt and you would have lost yourself you would have figured you would have been like yo who am i what am i into like i don't understand you would have found yourself not looking the same not dressing the same like all these things because it was never you it was her you understand you have to connect to that other mind part of yourself so practice anytime you feel some sort of discomfort anytime you start to feel any sort of like confusion or confliction have that inner moment in the mind to try to figure out what is it coming from where does it feel and sometimes you need to tell people hey i don't know i have to get back to you on that hey give me some time to think about it you know so we feel like those moments that it takes to think uh feels like hours but it's really seconds in the real world but in our mind it, it's like you know five or ten minutes or an hour or whatever but sometimes you don't have to be on your toes all the time to give people a direct answer about what they want to know from you sometimes you just don't know and sometimes it's quite okay to say i don't know i need time to figure it out i will let you know when i can let you know you know what i'm saying and if they don't have the time to wait on you my dad told me one thing he's a virgo if somebody or something cannot give you the time and the space to make your own decisions to come up with your own mind then it's not right because any human being who's at who has ever lived knows that life is a lot more complicated and complex than a moment's notice any person who has done anything in their life yes there's these feelings but also we live in a world where like intuition is right but you have to understand if you've been living in a space where you have not been in tune with your intuition for so long you need that time to figure out what your intuition is telling you you need it so take the time like no rush for nothing okay until you and your intuition are like this take your time and this is what you, but meditation speeds up the process because you're able to sit with your mind and your body and your emotions without any distractions i see the physical world is a big distraction 
You have to understand, if you walked around the world with no eyes, and it was just feelings in the mind, life would be a lot easier. The physical world activates the emotions in a way that I feel like is very distracting, you know? Like, everywhere. This is why I feel like social media and, like, TikTok and Vine and everything like that was a very good energetic pull for the collective positive or negative because it literally activates your sensors to go in overdrive to your visuals therefore hijacking your emotion center therefore hijacking your mental center making you feel and think and believe all these new things in a matter of seconds you know and it's distracting from your day-to-day routines, your day-to-day operations, your day-to-day feelings. You can completely alter the way you feel about someone or something in a matter of seconds because of social media. And that's nuts. It's cool, but it's nuts. And it's distracting from anything, you know. I was reading or listening to something And they said that, you know, mastery is concentration. Mastery is concentration. You have to understand, in this world, they thrive. The elites, the the people, whatever, they thrive off of us not being focused on one thing for too long. But focus and concentration on one thing for forever or for so long is mastery. That is how you win. If you can cons- if you can carve out time to focus and to concentrate to, to one thing for so long, you will be the greatest at it. This is how artists and musicians and all these people are so good at what they do and so great at what they do it's because they've concentrated and focused on it and drived out all the noise of society to master what it is that they love to do and you have to do that with your spiritual worlds with your mental worlds with yourself and you know, I never, with my Aries moon, I'm very, like, impulsive, passionate, right? But I never realized, like, all it took for me to be happy, the matter the, the matter of being happy or, to, or having something be removed from a stressor of my life was a matter of me choosing to focus on fixing it. Like, I was always a person like, oh, like, this is bothering me, so whatever, what I, let me do, let me do this one thing to make it, like, go away. But, like, concentration and focusing on one thing over a long period of time makes all the difference. And it takes, like, a lot of devotion to knowing that you deserve this time to be taken to think about yourself, to think about what you want, to think about who you want to be, to think about what you want from the world you know what i'm saying like to not constantly be in hyper overdrive all the time to say that you owe it to yourself to live a life worth living means that you need to figure out what that life 
wants you to do. So every even if you're not working what you want to do, you're not doing what you want to do, every day that you get off of work, every day that you're at work, have your mind focus on what you want to be. What do you want your style to be? Who do you want to be? Like, what is it? You owe it to yourself to be an original version of yourself. And that comes with figuring out what that originality looks like. I definitely have the Aquarius ex-Gemini part in the book and we talk about Gemini's. Don't worry, we're going to go through the signs and we're going to talk about all of them very soon in some videos that I'm posting. We all have our shit, but in the end, it's about peace. It's about contentment. It's about that internal commitment and knowing that wherever you go, whatever you do, you and you, you got you. The worst thing you can ever do in this world is be on the defensive side of yourself when you should always be paying, playing offense for yourself. Always be expecting the best. Always expecting the win. Always know that everywhere you go, you look great. Everywhere that you go, you feel good. Everywhere that you go, you're the boss. Everywhere that you go, you're going to kill it. Every day you go to work, you're going to have a great day. Every day that you do this, it's going to be good. Like, you're going to be fine, you know? It's going to be good. You're going to be fine. You're going to be good. It's going to be fine. Like, why not? Why not? Why wake up Why wake up tomorrow and curse yourself to have a bad day? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Whose side are you on? That's what I say. There's so many people, places, and things against us in the world. The last thing we need to do is add more fuel to the fire. Yeah. That's that. Unless anybody has any more questions. I think that's what we're going to do for tonight. And remember, the book is on pre-order. It doesn't come out until August 1st. But pre-order as soon as it releases, it'll get shipped to you. Or you'll have an instant download. You'll get an notification. And it's on Barnes & Noble's, baby. I'm going to see about getting it in stores that's always been a dream of mine i've always been a kid sitting in the barnes and nobles with my dad as he like studied and did work stuff and so it's full circle you know it's beautiful so i will see you guys soon maybe they'll be alive tomorrow probably they'll be alive tomorrow um and then be on the lookout for the videos the aquarius compatibility videos what i'm going to do is i'm going back in to all of the videos the gemini the aquarius the compatibility videos and i'm reacting to them and i am dispelling some of my old thoughts and then also telling you guys some of the little sneak peeks about some of the things that are in the book okay it'll be fun it'll be good it'll be great I'll see you guys then. Bye.